0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast, Just Grow With It. I'm your host, Jasmine Gower, where we speak about all things self-improvement, self-growth of every aspect of life. Welcome back to Just Grow With It podcast. It's Sunday morning, 8, 17 a.m. I think this is my third episode, and this is my first solo episode since I came back for season two. I did not upload an episode last week because I took a week off of social media so I automatically just didn't post an episode. I should have shared that, but my apologies. But yes, this is the third episode of my podcast. And today I wanted to discuss 10 lessons I've learned in my 20s. And although I am only 29, I feel like nine years is enough. I'll be 30 next year. So I was just like I right, I think I've learned enough even though I'm not 30, you know So I have like 11 things that I feel like I've learned actually within this whole year, because this whole year for me has been a little struggle um, mentally, a little bit physically too, and financially. But yes, so I have about 11 lessons that I've learned in my 20s. And the first one is do what scares you. Staying in your comfort zone will not work. And I say that because I tend to get a little uncomfortable And new changes, like I uh, got a new, I got promoted this year for my job. I currently work for Department of Mental Health, and I currently work for uh, women who are recently incarcerated. And we're pretty, my team pretty much helps these women get back on their feet after spending prison time. Um, It was a little uncomfortable for me at first, but... I was a little afraid, of course, but the job is actually not that bad. But it's not only just jobs. It's just even with working out, life in general, like I've learned that staying in my comfort zone just doesn't help me grow at all. So I've had to even switch up my workouts to lift heavier and try new exercises that I that normally scares me, you know. So that's... One thing, I feel like everybody kind of knows that by now, like staying in your comfort zone does nothing for you. It's kind of like you just stay stagnant. So I've learned to and these changes that I've done has helped me mentally and physically. So getting out of your comfort zone, I would recommend that for anyone in your 20s. It's scary. But once you start doing it, it is a little cringy. But once you start doing it, like you just get used to it. So that's my first lesson. My second lesson I've learned is boring doesn't always mean a bad thing. And I say that because like as a mom, you or as a parent in general, you tend to uh, miss out on a lot of fun things sometimes. Um, and then when I have a moment of alone time, I feel the need to like text my friends like, what are you guys doing today? Let's do this. Let's do that because I'm bored. And i Ever since I became a mother, sometimes I crave communication. Um, even if I have to FaceTime somebody, just talking to someone other than the people in my house sometimes uh, helps me mentally. Um, so I have came to the conclusion that sometimes I don't always have to go hang out with people. Sometimes I just need to spend time with myself, spend time with God, you know, both. So I've came to the conclusion when I'm when, whenever I'm bored, I have to find something productive to do unless i really do want to hang out with my friends or unless somebody invites me somewhere so like a couple of weeks ago i was a little afraid to go it's this i don't know if everybody who's listening is from california but um it's this place called signal hill where pretty much a lot of people go to it's like a walk and it's a little bit of a hike as well it's a good workout and i usually go with people but for the first time I went by myself and I was overthinking because you should never go like on a hike hike, like in the forest by yourself. Signal Hill is a little different. It's literally surrounded by homes and other people are there. So it's a pretty open space. So if anything were to happen, like you have witnesses. So I was a little afraid to go by myself, but I didn't really want to go with anyone. I didn't feel like asking anyone. I didn't feel like having to wait on people to see what they would say or get a no, So I was like, let me just spend some time by myself outside. So I went and I loved it. So I'm going to go more often by myself. You know, of course, I have to be aware of my surroundings because it doesn't matter how many people are around sometimes. Like people are crazy. But I thought it was nice to go out by myself. I was able to think I didn't have to communicate with anyone, you know. So I was like, I sat in my thoughts. I listened to music. I listen to podcasts, so I thought it was fun. So I feel like being bored all the time isn't necessarily a bad thing, especially when you're older. Like, that's the time for yourself. When you're a kid, it's different. It's like you always need something. So that's my second lesson. My third lesson that I'm learning in my 20s is to be grateful and don't take anything for granted. And I tend to do that. Um, I tend to take little things. I mean, I wouldn't consider it a little thing, but just running water, Waking up in a comfortable bed with a roof over my head, sometimes when I complain about certain things, I tend to forget the things that I'm surrounded by, like food in a refrigerator, you know, uh, my family is alive, like I get to um, spend time with my daughter, my husband, Um, just being able to still communicate with friends and all those things. Those are little things that I think that a lot of people tend to forget about, I complain about not having money, but I always forget that there's food in the fridge and there's some people who have no food at all or money or a job. So I've tried to change my perspective with being grateful for the things that I tend to, you know, forget. So that's actually kind of helped me a lot. Um, So that's being grateful and not taking anything for granted has helped me thus far. And the fourth lesson I've learned is stop wasting your time trying to control everything. This is a problem for me. And I'm actually in therapy for this perfect issue. Like I just have a control problem with everything. I want everything to be perfect. I want everything to go my way. And I always feel like I can plan things, but not everything goes as planned. Like it's, it's crazy how much you want to plan things in your head and nothing ever works out. And I get like in this, I get stuck in the rut, you know, when things don't go my way, but I've had to learn, you know, especially with this job, like this job, sometimes when you work for a job that's unorganized and you feel like the job needs a lot of improvement, there's nothing you can do about it, unless you're like a higher up. So I've learned to just go with the flow. Um, So this job has actually helped me tell myself, like, I can't control this because my opinion does not matter about this job at all. So it doesn't really matter. I apologize for my dog. He barks at literally everything. But yes, my fourth lesson is to stop wasting your time trying to control everything. But my fifth lesson that I'm learning in my 20s is don't be afraid to slow down. I have a tendency to try to rush things. Um, I'm a very impatient person and I think this kind of correlates with stop wasting your time trying to control stuff because when you try to control things, I feel like you're just automatically trying to rush things as well. Like with anything, a promotion or your physical, like your physique in the, in the gym or just trying to rush people, rush people. Um, and I've had to learn how to just be in the present. Um, I still have a, I still have my moments where I'm just like, I need to rush things. It can be little things too. Um, But I've learned how to slow down and just take my time with things. And I think this correlates with another lesson that I'm going to explain a little later. But learning how to slow down and learning how to just, whether they say slow down and smell the roses, maybe I'm saying it wrong, but and when you slow down, you realize and you're aware of a lot more things than than you were before when you were trying to rush everything. Um, I've learned a lot about myself this year just by sitting in my feelings um, or dwell. Not, I'm um, I don't tr- I try not to dwell on things, but when I sit in silence, especially sometimes I drive in the car in silence. I just don't want to listen to anybody talking or anybody singing or rapping. But sometimes when you just sit there in silence, like you have no choice but to sit in your thoughts. So when you're sitting with your thoughts, you learn a lot about yourself. And um, sometimes you run into people that help you learn about yourself as well. But this, I'm telling you, all these lessons I've learned this year and this year isn't even, you know, done yet. I mean, we only have like a month and a half left, but learning how to slow down has, has also helped me in the long run. So I'm st- I still have my moments, of course, but I feel like I've, I move a little slower mentally and physically. Like I try not to compare myself to different people um, because, you know, everybody's journey and path are different. So learning how to slow down is one of my major lessons this year. My sixth lesson, which kind of correlates with a few other lessons that I've already said, is perspective is everything. And I, won't, I will never forget this girl that I follow, this fitness girl I follow on Instagram. She posted this TikTok and it was, I want to say, I'm trying to remember it. It says something like, um, you know, I just got done cleaning the dishes from feeding my family. And I just got done, you know, cleaning my house because my daughter was playing or something like that. It was something like that. It's like it puts in perspective like, yeah, you got to do all these dishes but you just fed your family, which is a great thing. You just cleaned the house because your daughter has the physical capability to trash your house and your your daughter is healthy. Sh- I'm saying your daughter cuz I have a daughter, but it's like it shows that, you know, you got to clean up this mess and all of these, but it's like you have food to eat. You have a healthy child who can actually get up and walk. You know, some people have kids who physically cannot move. Um, So it's little things like that um, that I feel like um, I kind of look at now, you know, so... Uh, being able to just go outside, like, yeah, you don't want to go outside. It's so hot, but you also have a child who's able, who has the capability of going outside and playing with other kids. Like, not all kids have access to playgrounds at the apartment. Not all kids have access to other kids, period. So, perspective is everything. And when you think about perspective, you you know, I try my best to think. There's always a positive in every situation, even though sometimes it's very hard to find the positive, but I feel like there's a positive in every situation. And there's always a reason why something is happening to you. Um, so yes, perspective is everything. And number seven, um, this one is a little has been a little tough for me this year. Actually, it's been a little tough for me ever since I got married. And I never really open up about it because I'm like, I feel like I sound dramatic, but I'm not. Um... But making new friends is okay, and letting go of the old is okay, too. Um, I feel like the 20s is really about, it really shows you who's about to go forward with you in your life and who's not. I feel like ever since I got married, there's a, quite a few people who've naturally isolated themselves from me, Um or even vice versa, I might have isolated myself from other people, but I just don't see it that way. I'm always that friend who reaches out the most. I don't care what anybody says. I'm always the one planning things and just trying to reach out and hang out. And I just don't always get that um, reciprocation. I don't even know if I'm saying it correctly. I just, I never get that back. So I feel like I've learned that, you know, in your 20s, everybody's busy. Everybody's life is different. Um, some people have kids, some people are married, some people are single, some people have really good jobs that they're busy with. You know, everybody is going through something and everybody is just getting older. We're not kids anymore. We don't have a lot of free time, especially me. So I come to the conclusion that you pretty much have to hang out with people who are on the same level as you. Like, I need more married friends. And there's nothing wrong with having single friends, of course, but it, I feel like the communication is different and yeah like the discussions are different and you just can't relate to a lot of things especially single people for me like a lot of people don't want to hang out with me sometimes some people make excuses so it i've come to the conclusion I'm like I can't keep being that friend to always reach out it's exhausting sometimes and it's like I understand like in every friend group you have specific friends for specific things and I no longer want to be that friend that plans everything. You know, I I'm always the one reaching out. I'm always, you know, so I've come to the conclusion I can't expect me from everybody else as well. So, you can't expect everybody to do what you do because everybody is different. So, I've come to that conclusion. Um, I I chose not to really care too much. You know, whoever is going to move forward in my life is going to move forward. And I always pray for God to let go of anybody who's in my life that's not supposed to be there. And bring me people who allow me to get closer to him and just to help me grow in general. So that one is a little tough one that I've had to learn this year or in my 20s period. And the eighth lesson that I've learned and my 20s is you have to take care of you before anyone else. And I feel like I've touched on this a little bit when I was talking about my pregnancy um, and season one, when I discussed how I've learned that um I can't keep putting my family in front of me because you can't really pour from an empty cup. Like I was literally dragging myself, making sure everybody else was good before me. So now I tend to do a lot more self-care working out is my major self-care. I'm trying to get back into skincare, but to me, skincare is really not self-care. I feel like that's just something you should do to keep your skin healthy. Um, But I feel like self-care is actually looking within too, like trying to see how you can grow and how you can improve. Um, Physically taking care of yourself, eating as healthy as you possibly can, because Who am I to be eating unhealthy and not taking care of myself physically? I'm no good to anybody. So I put myself first. I mean, of course, when it comes to my child, you know, I have to put her first most times. But also on the side, I have to take care of me um, because nobody else is going to the way that I am, you know. So I've had to learn that. I mean, I've started I kind of started learning that after I had my daughter. It took me a long time, but. I'm finally coming to the conclusion that, you know, I have to do what's best for me. And then I have to take care of everybody else. And that kind of sounds selfish, but sometimes you have to be selfish. Um, My ninth lesson I've learned in my 20s is don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. And when I say this, for me, I'm talking about like, you know, um, being in the gym. You know, I've had to unfollow so many fitness influencers, especially people I can't relate to um which are people who are a lot smaller than me or whose goals are different than mine or whose you know their morals are just different than mine too and a lot of people you know if I'm I'm always like oh my gosh she looks so good but it's taken her like but two or three years to get the way she is and I'm just now starting over you know so i've had to come to the conclusion like i don't know where she, when she started i don't know how long it's taken her and i don't know what she's had to go through to get here so i can't really Compare what I'm starting now to what she's already, you know, ended up with, which taken her or him years, you know. So, I'm trying to go at my own pace. I'm just trying to focus on myself. I still follow a few fitness influencers, people who don't make me feel like shit, pretty much. Because there are some influencers out there where it's just like, they just show their abs all day, and that's not doing anything for me. Because I've never had abs, so I can't relate to you. So, um, I just follow people who talk more about fitness in a different way instead of just always talking about the physical part of it because fitness in general like it's not all about the physical it's about mental as well and I also when it comes to don't compare you know my beginning to someone else's middle is people like buying their own home especially in LA people have these really good jobs that's kind of better than yours cuz they're getting paid more, you know, but everybody's different. Some people might be getting help financially cuz I mean, I'm not, you know. Of course, with my husband, he's helping me, but I'm talking about people outside of that. Um we help each other financially, but I mean people who are getting these homes, people who are moving, and it's just like, "Dang, I'm like, how did they do that?" blah blah, blah. but they may be getting help. They probably have a trust fund. They probably have a loan. I I don't know, like, I would never know what people have done to get where they are. So, I mean, unless they're like a close friend and they tell me, but most people that you compare yourself to are people that you don't even know on social media. So it's like, you just never really know. Um, So yes, don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. It's very irritating and it would just drown you in the most negative thoughts ever. I still have my moments. But I try to use it, um, I try to use people's like end goal or their path to fuel me. I'm like, I want that and I'm gonna get it. I don't know what she did to get it, but I'm gonna try my best to do what I need to do to get where she is, you know? And I know that sounds like I'm trying to be in competition with whoever that is, but if you see someone who has what you have, you wanna, you know, you kinda like scroll down their page just to see what they've done. Some people share what they've done. Some people aren't as cocky. They have workshops and YouTube videos and they kinda teach you. So I kinda use it as fuel instead of anger. Cause I used to get really jealous and angry at people people that I don't even know and I feel like we've all had that moment especially in our 20s like you feel like you're behind on things you know but you're not so that's another hard one that I've had to learn in my 20s um my 10th lesson I have 11 lessons so this is my 10th lesson and feeling alone and being lonely are different I've actually learned this I was watching this um Christian Entrepreneur, her YouTube video, she uploaded the snippet from another YouTube channel that I actually listened to, um, where they mostly just talk about God and every every topic is different. And, you know, they say sometimes God isolates you on purpose because he's trying to get your attention for something. And I swear to God, this year, I feel, you know, I feel like God... Um, Put you through challenges just to force you to come to him, because I I wanna I'm not gonna lie. Before this year, like you know, I was going to church and stuff, and then obviously I've I stopped going. Like, and I don't even I don't even know why I don't have an excuse, like other people. You know, some people have their excuse, like oh it's too early or this happened in church. You know, everybody has a reason. So I don't judge people from not going to church because I feel like every, God, your relationship with God is personal, and you don't really have to share that with anyone. Um, if you don't want to, but I was, you know, hearing from this YouTube channel that, um, God purposely isolates you to get your attention. And I have like the past couple of, I want to say months, but I've kind of been ignoring the feeling the past couple of weeks. Actually, I felt very like, I used to say lonely, but, um, alone. And they were saying that alone and lonely are two different things. And I think I'm trying to remember what they said, um, they said lonely is when you feel like it's just you and you're not even giving God any attention at all alone is you and God. I think that's what they said It's something like that. But being alone is not always the, the, the bad, you know, thing. So I have been feeling for the past couple of weeks, I've just been feeling like a little alone. Like, I feel like I can't really talk to people about what I've been going through or nobody's really been communicating with me either. It goes back to the whole friendship thing. Um, I just, it's kind of weird and it's kind of hard to um, explain, but I've just felt isolated from a lot of people, even the people that I normally talk to very often. We can talk today and I can still feel alone. Um, But I I feel like in the past couple of months, you know, I've... I started, my coworker actually gave me a Bible, one that I can actually read um, that makes sense. It's not all the thou and stuff like this. I can't read the Bible like that. So I've had to get one to pretty much break every, you know, verse down. And I really love this Bible because I understand it. And I've been journaling a lot more. And I feel like I've been getting closer to God um, because I've been realizing a lot of stuff and me being, feeling isolated. I feel like it's him doing it. <laughs> so I don't really know. I, I, I just don't know certain things, but it's just been a little weird feeling that I can't shake for the past couple of weeks. And I feel like it was a little bit of depression because, you know, sometimes you get in those moments where you feel um, down, but you don't know what it is. Sometimes it's my period, but I know when I'm not on my period, I'm like, I can't shake this feeling, but I'm a little depressed today. But I don't know why. And I've been feeling like that since like maybe October, maybe September. I've just been feeling a little, a little in the corner by myself. And when people ask me what's wrong, I'm like, I can't even tell you because I don't know. But I still continue to read my Bible. And I I miss sometimes, but um, I feel like this is the most consistent I've ever been when it came to talking to God, period. So... I feel like it's a good thing. Being isolated is not the worst thing in the world. It is a little lonely, but, you know, you get through it. But being isolated, I came to the conclusion, you know, actually, like, last week, like, it's fine. Not everybody's going to understand and not everybody's going to move forward with me. Um, It sucks. You know, losing friends is just losing friends and being not in communication with people in general that you usually are is not fun but that's what 20s are all about like you just go through changes and you learn a lot about yourself and stuff like that but yes feeling alone um has been my thing for the past couple of months and I've learned a lot in the past couple of months even my therapy sessions my therapist is like yeah I've noticed that you know you don't really want to talk often you're canceling you know therapy appointments and I was like well because I feel like I don't really have a lot to talk about lately because I've learned so much about myself and I, you know, my last two therapy sessions, I've been telling her the realizations about who I am and she asked me how it felt. And I said, it just feels like a, you know, a light bulb just went off like, Oh, I am this way because of this. Um, I need to work on that. Like I've just felt very isolated and very focused on my improvements and my growth. So Being alone is not the worst thing in the world. If you feel alone, it's probably for a reason. So my last lesson that I've learned is moving through life correctly is more important than moving through life fast. And this goes back to the don't be afraid to slow down um, lesson. Um, When I say moving through life correctly, I mean like, you know, being obedient to God, um, doing, you know, being kind, doing, don't do, you know what what am i trying to say <laughs> um being a s- specific way to people that you know you would want to be no wait hold on y'all i got it <laughs> doing for people what you would want done for you i think because that's another I've, I've actually have 12 lessons one lesson i have learned i'm still learning is that you know i When people do certain things to me or treat me a certain way, I tend to react and do the same thing to them, but it does nothing. Um, I know that I'm going off the 11th lesson, but it kind of ties into this, but moving correctly is more better than moving fast. And that goes to like, you know, being patient, trying to make money quick or trying to force stuff, you know, and um, all these lessons tie into going with the flow to me and um yeah i I feel like the slower you move through life, the better um it makes you more aware of things you learn about yourself, you learn about people, um uh, when you stay in the present, you are more grateful for things that you surround yourself with um you focus on little things, you know, I feel like when we move so fast, especially this generation I mean. LA period is a fast paced city. Like everything is quick. Everybody wants this quick. Everybody want to get rich quick scheme. You know, everybody's just trying to move fast. And I feel like we're losing sight of what's really important, which is, you know, God and us. So those are my lessons. I know I ended up with 12 lessons, but those are my base, my number. you know, my lessons that I've learned in my 20s. And I feel like I'm still learning and I can't wait for 2024 because I want to, you know, everybody likes to start fresh. And when you learn a lot about yourself, I feel like you, um, you live life a little differently. Um, so yeah, that concludes my third episode of my lessons that I've learned in my twenties, although I'm only 29, (laughs) but I feel like when I'm 30, you know, I feel like it's going to be really fun. I feel like the twenties for me was a little rough. Um, you know, because of all these lessons that I've had to learn the hard way, but yeah, so those are my lessons. And if you want to comment on spot, I feel like Spotify allows you to comment, but Apple Music doesn't. So if you comment, let me know if you relate. Let me know what you've learned in your twenties. And also, you can I'm gonna have it to where on Instagram I want you guys to post in the comments what you guys have learned too, or if you've learned the same things I've learned. So. Yeah, so thank you for listening to my third episode. There'll be, I feel like I want to do about eight episodes this season, I think. I'm trying to have an episode of every week until the year's over, um, excluding last week because of my social media break. So there will be more or less, more, more lessons, wow. More episodes, more guests. I I told myself I wanted to have more guests this year. I mean, this season. So, yes. So thank you for listening to Just Grow With It. I will see you guys next week. Well, not see you guys because I'm not recording video. (laughs) Um, But I will be back the following week. Thank you.